thank you for joining us on another episode of Real Voices. Have another great guest with us today. We have Karina Garcia with us. And just wanted to thank you for coming on and just get right to it and just ask you, what brought you into the industry? What was it that inspired you to become an agent? Well, thank you for having me today. It was a, it's a pleasure to be here. I, I started in this, it's a, it's a, it's a little, it's a little long, but um, I used to be a sales rep for a third party uh, company for Cox Communications. And then uh, I met this team there and um, they were forming a team for real estate. But since I, since I had just joined their team as a, you know, as a sales rep for, you know, uh, this internet and all this stuff, right? Um, I didn't really participate or say, say much. I was just there. And then um, they were always asking uh, one of the members there, you know, when are you going to go get your license? When are you going to go to school? When are you, did you sign up already? And, you know, we need a real estate agent and, you know. And I never cared to, you know, ask or anything. Um, it went on and on like that for a few weeks. And then I remember that one of the guys that kept asking him one day, he just came up, you know, to me and said, hey, why don't you get your real estate license? And I said, I just thought, um, what? <laughs> what is that? You know, like, tell me more. And so he started telling me, about, you know, um, you can do this and this, and we really need somebody in the team. We're already wholesaling. I knew they were already wholesaling because I seen uh, some cash that they brought into the, the house once after celebrating, you know, that they had closed. And the guy let me, he's like, here, hold it. Like, it was, it was like probably fifteen to $20,000 cash. And uh, I was just really happy to be around that kind of people. And um, so when he approached me with that, you know, like, hey, we need somebody in the team. Like, I already knew that they were serious. They were already doing it. And I just really believe in this, this team, you know. And, um, uh, and there was uh that was one sign that, that wasn't the sign that was like i signed up right after that i just want to go back a little bit before that where um uh, i went to this um woman's meeting um they were they will give awards to uh women that were still going to college because at this point i'm still in college right and um they were giving out uh scholarships and we were in this table, this round table, and then the lady said, uh, we had to say our names and we had to say what we do, what we did. And the lady, one of them said, I, my name is so-and-so and I am retired, but I used to be a real estate agent. And the reason why I was a real estate agent, she said, it's because I always wanted to earn as much money as a man does. Like, I always wanted to be in a career where there is there is this equality, right? And to me, that sounded really good. Like, oh my gosh, wow, you know, like you go, girl, like good job. And then this other sign came up with this guy, and I believe in signs. I believe in you know people who got you, and circumstances will got you to the right 
you know, path, and that's what happened to me. That's how I became. That's cool. <laughs> it's one of those things I ask that question a lot, and I don't think I've ever heard anyone say, I grew up believing that I was going to be a real estate agent. Right. So let me, talk, let me talk to you a little bit about that. Like, as a kid, what was it that inspired you? What, what did you want to be growing up? Growing up, uh, let me see, what I want to, I knew I wanted to be in the business industry. There, there is a goal I had, uh, and I do not know how this goal started or anything. I just remember as a, as a more of a grown up that I always wanted to own a hotel. Like, I have no, no knowledge of why exactly. I, as a kid, there was, I never stood, I, I was ever in a hotel because, you know, I grew up in Mexico and you have your house and very humble, very humble house. And I have no knowledge. I probably saw something on TV. I don't know. The point is that I, I, I knew that I wanted to own a hotel. I wanted to own a hotel. And I didn't know how it was going to happen or anything. Uh, but other than that, like if you tell me you wanted to be a teacher or a doctor or something, no, that, it never crossed my mind. I was always really... I've always think I think that I care too much about my relationships with people. I think I am, uh, you know, uh, you, what do you need? I'm there. I'm, I am more on that. And I, and it's funny how maybe I can now use that in this career, right? It's very, um, it, it's helpful, but, um, Definitely, I come from a place of, of, you know, this is who I am. This is, you know, I'm not trying to just get you to like me for whatever reason. It's just not, you know, and, and that's, the, yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate that. So um, as, a, as a young girl growing up in Mexico and having that dream, who, did you tell people about that dream or was that a secret you kept for yourself? What, what was that like? And I think I kept it to myself. Yes, there was... Uh, there was a recurring dream I had where I kept dreaming a lot about a city. I would look at it from either it's a, I'm on top of a mountain or I'm on a, I'm on a airplane or helicopter, something up in the air. And I keep seeing the city, the lights of the city. And, and there's infinite. They're infinite. Like you can't not say, oh, okay, that's the end of them. No, you can't. It's, it's. And, it, it, and I think the dream started since I was like about nine years old. And I kept having it. Um, I think some, uh, one day I told someone about it and he said, you know, I think that you're gonna realize the dream when you are leaving it. When you're there, you're gonna say, oh, that's the dream, you know? Because I always keep thinking like, when is it gonna happen? And I think probably like three months ago, I started um, hiking uh, this mountain, and I remember I didn't want to be there. Um, you know, with the pandemic and everything that's going on, there's a lot of people on the mountain, and I didn't really want to be there when there was so many people. So I started going a lot earlier. One day, I couldn't sleep, and I got up, and I left. It was like 2 a.m., right? So I'm like, it's okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make it. It's gonna, I'm going to be safe gonna be okay so I go to the mountain and when I'm there on the top of it and then I see the city I kept asking I said is this it 
is this and the good feeling that I had as a child, you know, of seeing that mountain, the lights. I, I, was it? I don't know. I still don't know. But after that, it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, I feel that, you know, it's, it's, it's just, to me, the, the dreams can happen, real dreams, when it, you know, will happen. And as long as you are, you know, just grateful and you keep living your life and not just hoping for that dream, it will just happen. It will just happen. Right. Mm -hmm. I appreciate that. Um, I, I, I've never had dreams that reoccurred. So whenever someone tells me that, I thought that that's pretty fascinating. That yeah. typically means something for you in your life, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. um, so as, you know, growing up, leaving your home and coming to mm -hmm. here, what was, I guess, the, the greatest challenge of doing, doing something like that? Just leaving home and going to a, oh a new place? Oh my gosh, <laughs> you're touching something very deep here. Um, <clears throat> that's, that's, that is, I, I, I can approach it in different ways, you know. I can tell you my story, but, um, <clears throat> you know, <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> there's a lot in that story. It's, it's, there's a lot. Um, coming here to the United States was, man, it's like, it's another chapter on a diff same book, but it changes everything in you. I was 15 when I came here. <clears throat> I I came here to help out uh, help out my uncle and my aunt who were struggling to find uh, uh, someone to take care of the kids that you know were was trustworthy. They had just moved to another state, so they didn't really know much many people. So they offered me to come here to help them. I took the chance, I took the opportunity, and I, and I came here, and I really didn't know anything. <laughs> I mean, learning English was a lot of, it's not easy, I don't care. It's not easy for me. <laughs> it's my yeah, first it's, language, only it's, language, and it's, okay. it's a difficult language for sure. It's a beautiful language. I, when I learn English, like when I, it's, it's, it's another dimension. I don't know how to explain it other than that. It's just a wonderful thing. It's just a wonderful thing because you see you have two different worlds, right. like literally. So um, the challenges that I face here, it was the language, uh, culture shock, like I was used to do and see things differently. And here is, it's, it's, I like it. Don't, I like it, you know, it's, it's nice. Um, but getting used to everything, you know, the, the style of living and everything was, uh, it took, it took many years. I can, uh, probably tell you, you know, that I didn't really get into it, uh, until my daughter was born. She's nine years old now. And that's when I really started, uh, coming out of my comfort zone, um, she really pulled me, not, not her, but it was the friends that she found in school and then play days. I'm like, what is a play day? <laughs> like, I don't get it. You know, like I started learning it. Mom, I have a friend in me. I'm like, what is it? What are you talking about? Friend in me. That's like, wow, these two words and make a new meaning. And it's like, 
so cool, or, you know, like even, you know, things that people take for granted. To me, they were like this, this, it's, I'm telling you, it's like right. you're either, you know, you're taking out gla your glasses or you're putting on more layers to see more further. I don't know, you know, something like that. And, but it's, it's a wonderful thing. I am very grateful to be here. I am so grateful to meet and and to really get into uh, with you know in this culture, uh, this this uh, you know the way you guys do things here. I really enjoy it. It's fantastic. Did you feel like even people of your your culture that they may have changed a little bit being here? Did you feel that as well as well or just? It was the culture itself that was different, not necessarily your people as, as well. Yeah, I think it's both. I think you, you, you. Yes, it changes you, because um, I, I think in my way of thinking, obviously not for everybody, but there's more pressure here. There's more of, uh, you know, you gotta. You're here to succeed. You're here to Pull to make up. it happen. Right. Yes. I I can I, I know that there's more expectations of you and and why not? Why not? You're living in America. Like who gets the chance just to come here and make it happen? And if you do get the chance, like take it and run with it and take it all the way. I heard once that even you know, I don't know how to I, you have to hear the whole story. They said somebody said being poor is a sin. And I said, being poor is a sin, but why? So the context of this was, it's because they say that when you have something, we all have something to offer. Mm -hmm. But when you make sure that you go and offer all of that that you have, you will not be poor. You know what I'm saying? So when, if you're poor, it's because you're not really giving all of yourself. So that to me, oh, it clicked. I said, okay, so I get it. Now you can't just go around saying, you know, important sin. It's not a sin, and you gotta get the whole context uh, of the story. But to me, that that it kind of represented too. When you come to the United States, you change your mentality. Not only you know being poor of money-wise, but you gotta give. There's like American way is like very generous, mm -hmm. like. Or oh, that's my experience again. You know, people, uh, my community, so generous, and and that's what I am trying to repeat and go around and give, and and, and so I it can grow. It can grow. You know. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah, it helps me to realize how you know fortunate I am to have been born here and have have the things that I have. So I appreciate that. Um, you, you mentioned, again, kind of going back to your childhood, I, I kind of like the childhood. It yeah. tells us who, who we are sometimes. Um, but just growing up, what was the most unique or interesting way you had to make money or help around the house, help <laughs> out around? What was, what was some things you had to do that were unique or interesting? Oh, man. <laughs> okay, so um, I think I was maybe 10. 10, 11 ish, maybe, maybe 10, because you're not really embarrassed to do certain things. You're like the bravest at that age. You're like, there's no shame in anything, really, you know? It's not maybe until you get, you know, maybe with more friends and then you start seeing what they do and then you want to copy and you let go of who you truly are. And that's, you want to become somebody else and you lose yourself in the, in the, in, in that. But, 
before, I remember before really being just with friends, um, I, uh, it, was, it was about, you know, I couldn't work at that age, right. but I knew I wanted money. I had the time. I had to do something. And so we had a tree at home. It was a lemon tree. And I remember uh, my mom would tell me, fill out a bag, you know, just a grocery bag, fill it out with lemons and take it to so-and-so and they will give you money and you can keep it. So I did that, you know, I will be going and I'll put a lot of lemons in it. I will be like extra, extra lemons, extra, like the bag will like barely hold and I will take it. And I don't know how much they'll give me, like five pesos, 10 pesos. I have no idea how much that is, maybe a dollar. I don't know. Um, and I was happy. It was good. But then I started seeing, because in Mexico, there's all this entrepreneurship thing. It's always about that. Big corporations, all that. That's very American. And, um, but in Mexico, it was all about, oh, that guy is opening his own store just in front of my house. Or the next door neighbor is opening a new shoe store next door. Like, that's where we come from. So, okay. So I decided to open up my own candy shop. Okay, so yeah, I got a little table that I had. I think I started with like a box, like a little, just a box and I flipped it, you know, and put the stuff on there. And I remember going to the Mercadito, which is like the little, the market and getting a bunch of candies, but all just the candies I really <laughs> liked, you know, and that I always thought this will sell because, you know, I like them and they will sell, right? So I got a bunch of candy and um, I think my mom had to lend me money. I don't know, somebody had to lend me some money. Yeah? And I will sit on the, put the box, put the candy there and be outside in the street from like probably 6, 7 p.m for like an hour, hour and a half. And so kids will show up, you know, and start buying some candy. At the beginning, I remember being, feeling a little weird, you know, like I didn't know how that was, if it was gonna work out. But it did work out because then eventually, like all the kids, even if they didn't buy or if they bought something, like, you know, they would stick, they would just be there. And you know that attracts people. You know, you want to go, you want to go buy some food, tacos, whatever. You see the big line, you want to go there too, right? Okay, so it kind of happened like that. Like, they would just stand around and talking to me, and I'll be, you know, just I'd sometimes putting somebody to work, and I'll be like, I'll be right back. I'm going to go, you know, kick the ball or something. Oh, and, um, and yeah, that's, um, that's how it happened. That was my... And first business, right? my first business, yes, yes, and it grew from there. I just kept doing different things. I used to sell, um, you will freeze the bananas and then you will melt the chocolate and then you know, put the chocolate in the banana and, they, and then people will buy those too. And I remember making ice bags with ice, and then the people will be ready to eat, but you know, maybe the water wasn't cold enough and they will come and buy ice for me, like just things started to flow and i remember once this i also learned some the following one of one of the nights somebody said why don't you put it also put your little shop like in the morning because a lot of kids come to school we had a school in our street and i said yeah that's a great idea so i woke up early i was not a morning person and to my surprise 
nobody eats candy in the morning. <laughs> like it was no, nobody was shopping. No, no candy, no. And uh, that was the only time I tried it. It didn't work. Uh, I felt tired. It was just, just, it wasn't enough for me. <laughs> so I was just, I went back to what I knew was working. I got my little, you know, I got my peeps, went, you know, it was all good for that. But yeah, so <laughs> I learned both <laughs> things. That's cool. I appreciate it. So um, I guess how's that translated for you in your, your real estate business? Has that, has that helped you at all when you think and look back at that? Is it, yes. Was that beneficial? Uh, definitely it, it has helped a lot because um, I think that um, it has helped me to know that no matter what you do, you know, uh, some things are going to work and some things aren't going to work. Uh, like I, what I just said. And I remember one time going to the park and there was this lady selling some something. And I, I said, you know, uh, can I have this or whatever? And and then I told her, I remember I told one of the, she had like a little girl or something. And I said, I remember doing this when I was a kid like you, I said. And then the lady, somebody, I had somebody, some, some, I had somebody with me that was just, you know, trying to be smart. And he's like, uh, you know, um, he's like, yeah, yeah. So don't encourage that. Some, something he was trying to be funny. And I said, but, and then I remember and I said, but now I'm selling houses, so keep at it, you know? Like, it was just good for that moment. So I hope that worked. And, uh, you know, you never know who you're gonna inspire. Right. But to me, I think that, yeah, just b not being afraid of trying something as when I did it when I was young, it helped. It also, I also know that some people are gonna like you and some people aren't gonna like you. And, and that's okay. It's nothing, there's not, uh, nothing to do with personality. Sometimes they just don't like any of the candies that you have there, yeah. you know, and it's, it's cool, you know, they don't, they, you know, whatever. And it's fine, but most of the time, I think people are really open to, you know, whatever you have to offer. They'll give you an opportunity, they'll listen to you, and if it clicks, it clicks. Yeah, that's... Plain, <laughs> plain and simple, it's just yeah. that easy. Um, so, you talked about being an inspiration who inspired you? Like, who did you want to be? Or as, as a kid, as an adult, who is it? Who, who inspires you? Uh, I actually have a lot of people that I can say inspire me. Uh, some people that are real in my life, but also people that I have found in YouTube or somewhere in, on the internet, on TV. I read, I read a lot. I like reading and I think uh, I could say one of the persons that inspired me the most is Wayne Dyer. Okay. And uh, I found him, you know, when he was on Channel 8 a lot, like on PBS specials and stuff. And I started listening to him very often. And uh, I like his way of thinking. I liked his way of living and you know uh, I even want to go visit Maui Island just because he lived there and and I he, sometimes he he talks well on the videos you know he talks a lot about Maui and I just really want to go and see what he saw and other than that I, I, I just can't I have a whole list I really do there's a lot of people I like Wayne Dyer I think he's a he's a good person to uh -huh. be inspired by 
So you brought a book here, um, As a Man Thinketh. I'd like for you to just kind of maybe even, I don't know if you want to read a passage if you'd like, or just tell us about what is about the book that, that you like. And uh, I think the book, uh, I really like the book that it's, it's really short. And to the point, it's, it's, it, there's no sugar coatings or anything that doesn't have to be there. I think to me, it's, it's, it's anybody can read it it's fast enough. It's what I, I should know, like uh, I should, 60 pages long or something. And it's, it's really inspiring. And it really talks a lot about, just like the title says, as a man think it, like, Whatever it is that you want to bring, you know, you think about it. However, you know, if something happens, if something happens, you're like, no, I couldn't have thought of that. There, yeah. And knowing that we are responsible, I think that really, I think we'll graduate from being just being to becoming and you, we, you, after you can't just say no. I no, we are responsible, and that brings a lot of um, awareness uh, into our life. But by the same token, we bring good things into our lives. We create good, positive things, and and I think it's a really inspiring book. A lot of people, you can find it like an audiobook, and it's free too online and. Get it done maybe in like an hour or something. It's fantastic. I really recommend that. Sure. I appreciate that. Um, I, I too believe the same things that, you know, whatever happens in life, you are responsible for, you're responsible for your feelings about it. You're responsible for how, what that looks like. And I think if once we, we, we um, comprehend that we do have a power to take control of our lives and, and create a better life for ourselves. So. Sure. Well, I appreciate you being on. Um, any final thoughts or anything you'd like to say to the, to the audience before we, we head out? Well, I, I just want to thank you, really, for letting me be here. I, uh, this is a great opportunity for me to just, uh, you know, um, tell everybody, you know, that, uh, yeah, if you're looking for an agent, you can call me and uh, I'll share my information on the video and, and I'll be happy to help you and I'll be... I'll be there with you. I'll walk you, you know, through the process of selling a house or buying a house, or if you're investing or you're out of town, out of state, and you want to know more about the market here in Phoenix, Arizona, I can definitely help you out. Thank you so much. Appreciate it.